Love is in the air, ladies and gentlemen. Love is in the air. Mm-hmm. Not only is it Marvel Week, ladies and gentlemen, we got a new Marvel Week. Actually, we have this is a big week for Marvel. We got the Loki finale, and we got a new Marvel movie coming at theaters. That's a big week, Ben. That's a big, big week. Yep. And, you know, Ben, I didn't record an episode last week. My buddy was out there in Hollywood. Hollywood. Jazz hands. <laughs> the stars. Yeah. Um, and, oh, hi, I'm Roderick. The track, by the way. That's, that's my buddy, Ben Ben Saunders, in there, in North Carolina. Howdy. Yep. That's, that's, his, yep. that's his catchphrase, howdy. Because his name is Woody the Cowboy. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his nickname. We all call him around here. We, yep. I mean, no one. These, these parts. Him and I. Yep. Yep. Just sneak in his boot, though. So <laughs> we have a big, big episode. Ben, I got to catch up on some news. Talk about all the Marvel stuff going down because apparently Marvel just can't get out of its own way. Um, and we all just hate Marvel now. Apparently, I guess I don't know. And then, of course, we're going to talk about one of Ben's favorite actresses of all time, mm-hmm. Dakota Johnson. No, I'm kidding. No, we already already did that one. Yeah, we already did that one. Sorry. And we won. Oh, no. no sorry. We, we did that, that one, one too. too. Yep. Yep. Larson Brie. That's right. Oh, sorry. Just flip it. Around. Flip it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lubbery. There we go. <laughs> You're so close. So close. Brie Lar? Done. Brie Larson. Yay. There we go. I did it. Yay. Yay. Yes, we're talking about one of Ben's favorite actresses of all time. The wonderful Brie Larson. And uh, before we get to that, though, um, I'm going to let Ben set the stage here because I want to talk. I want him to talk about his trip in Hollywood because, Ben, something something wonderful happened. Yes. Yes, it did. Only when I was drunk. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Uh, Anne and I strolled up to uh, Griffith Observatory. Beautiful overlook in the city. Hollywood, Hollywood sign. Uh, on the on the hill Hollywood. over there, I was so late there. I, I said it, and it was still on mute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> zoom, uh, zoom. Ah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were we were over there on on the the weekend during a trip, and uh, I proposed. So I am now an engaged man. I'm sorry, that's not the yes, story. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that is what happened. But yeah, it was. Uh, Great, great experience. Had a photographer. We got pictures all around the observatory, and yeah, had that ring all day with me. <laughs> I'm so happy for yeah. this man. Yeah. When I met, <laughs> let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell the whole, the whole audience this. When I met Ben and Anna, they were just this. He was a small town boy living <laughs> in a lonely world. He was a right. small town girl. Yeah. Living in a lonely world because you know North Carolina is not a lot to do. Um. <laughs> So much so that they could not take the midnight train to take them anywhere. But they found each other. Yep. And look at them now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So please, ladies and gentlemen, give a round of applause. Unless you're driving. Uh, to <laughs> Ben and Anna. Congratulations, hey, buddy. I'm so happy for you, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yes. All right. Round of applause. Round of applause. Hey, yes. Yeah, we can yeah, all can, hear you guys. I can hear you. Yes. Yes. Oh, you especially. Thank you. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> But, but yeah, you were. Yeah, oh, go ahead. You were one of the uh, first persons to to call as well. What? Yep. I talked to family, of course, first, but then uh, got a good good call from Rod. So much appreciated. Oh, really? I don't, I don't remember shit from that call. Well, <laughs> the thought that counts. It was very nice. Hey, hey! Man, who this? <laughs> who that girl? Why you put a ring on that finger? <laughs> 
supposed to be you and me, man, to take over the world. <laughs> supposed to be good. going to AMCs, man, all the time, just you and me. Five dollar Tuesdays, man, supposed to be our thing. Yeah, well, sorry, you win this round, Anna, but I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. Okay, I'll let her know. Yes, please do. <laughs> and then while Ashley laughs at me, I'll just be sitting here with my rum and coke in my mm-hmm, mm-hmm. new Emily Blunt mug, sponsored oh. by Etsy. Not sponsored by Etsy. But I was joking about Ben because he was telling me about his engagement. I was like, yeah, I got a kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's no. pretty cool. <laughs> it sounds cool on paper. <laughs> no, I had no kitty cat because, unfortunately, my sister and I are both allergic, even though my sister still wants a cat. Whatever. Hmm. That's okay, though. You know why? I'm not a cat person. Cats, cats suck. Me neither. Yep. I hate cats. No offense to people who have cats, but cats right. stink. Right. Yep. Yep. Deep down. I agree. Cats. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. It's not because James Corden was a cat all those years ago, but I just. <laughs> Whatever happened to that man? I don't know. Oh, yeah. he did stop his show, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's on. That's I. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. The show anyway. Yeah. Um, just to, I mean, between Fallon and Kimmel and Stephen Colbert, it's like you know, because I watch all those guys on such a frequent basis. That's mm-hmm. just, I, I don't. I thought I like watching clips though of like yeah, Fallon yeah. and Kimmel. Yeah. I feel like everyone either watches Fallon or Kimmel. I do yeah. go to Colbert for politics because he talks a lot to the politicians. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever if you ever watch Stephen Colbert on CBS because everyone still has cable. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, hey Ben, look, don't laugh now. Cable's actually coming. It's probably coming back, man, because it's it's yeah. streaming's getting expensive. Oh wait, yep. that's right. You 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 use my stuff. So no. all, right, all right, I have a few of my own. Got that crackle. Yeah, they got some good, good stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. Tubi, Tubi. Oh yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Tubi. And now forget Tubi. Yep. And uh, what's that other one everyone likes? Pluto TV. Yeah. Oh god, man. It's, right. it's almost time to renew my subscription to Pluto. God <laughs> damn. Now we Ben and I kid, we have fun. Yeah, but I did want to ask, in all seriousness, uh, I was watching football on Sunday, and uh, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before, and Ben sent me pictures from Avengers Campus. And I was like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> yeah, how was that, man? Tell me, was it was it wonderful? Did you see any heroes? Did you tell him I said hi? Uh, oddly, your name didn't come up, so I'm I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we did, <laughs> we did, we did like literally an entire day at disneyland uh open to close just about and uh yeah a lot a lot of fun the guardians ride was a lot of fun which was uh tower like, of terror yeah because there are two never, there are two guardians rides there's one in four yeah. and there's one in hollywood. hollywood and um yeah I'm, I'm curious how was that ride was it fun yeah it was fun i mean it's it's very much uh you know redecorated tower of terror uh that the rides the the same but it was uh it was with the good. queue got cool. some chuckles oh yeah yeah yeah. Cool. statue of the collector and oh nice uh all, all sorts of his stuff from his collection the theme easter eggs the guardian steam oh yeah oh yeah oh nice okay good, 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 good. yep and then <clears throat> there was a uh i guess just for halloween they kind of do a villain not a villain a monster themed one uh night they kind of changed the the video i think we didn't get a chance to do it but um if you're there during that time, that sounded interesting as well. Anything that disappointed you at Disneyland? Mm, I don't. 
I don't think so. No. The even the the cars land was mm-hmm. pretty pretty oh. great. <laughs> so is it like cars land or is it like radiator is it like radiator springs just kinda Yeah, radiator springs. Okay. Um which just you know, it's not one of my all time favorite movies, but playing that video game so much, it, it, mm-hmm. I felt like I was in the video game, in the you know world of the movie, walking around uh, the the main street there of town hall, and um, I have a souvenir glass from Flo's V8 Cafe, and Ooh, nice. yeah, the uh, I guess the the disappointing part would be the the Radiator Springs Racers or whatever the the main ride there is called was broken down for most of the day. That sucks. And we were like close to being to the front of the line and it broke down and they said, come back later maybe. Uh, So super glad we did uh, like an hour before it it closed. So for the the night, Um, that ride was awesome. Nice. Yep. So highly recommend that one uh and then you know me and my pirates uh love that one that one's like twice as long as the one at disney world what yeah it's it's like 18 minutes or something the full ride it's a long one but it's it's really cool like in in orlando it's like five minutes yeah, <laughs> just sing yo ho yo ho. It's life for me. Yeah, Give a splash of water. Now get the fuck off. Right. <laughs> yep. But yeah, this one's got a pretty good drop, and then you go through, and it tells a little bit more of a story. Uh, and you go around like a restaurant too. With people are eating that. Yeah, it's it's cool. Oh, actually, people eating in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Blue Bayou. You can. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're on the ride, and you're eating. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> But yeah, that was more good, than the Avatar boat ride at uh, Animal <laughs> Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. God, what a waste of my fucking time. <laughs> Did you ever ride that ride at uh, when you went to Animal Kingdom last? Yeah, the, the, the boat ride. What yep. you think of that? Waste of, waste of your time. Pretty much. That was so. We did the the Banshee ride first flight of the oh, Navigator. What I love that ride yeah. so much. That was great. And then we knew that line would be longer. And then did the boat ride immediately after, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, there's one animatronic playing drums. That's that that's kind of cool. cool. Yeah, but yeah. it's like right at the end, and it's not worth it. It really, it yeah. really is not worth <laughs> it. At all. Now, I will say this: if you know, if whenever I have kids, I will definitely take my kids on that ride because they'll probably shut them up for oh, a good five yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at the blue people. Look at them. <laughs> Look at them. Let daddy sleep. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you guys had a good time at Disneyland. Did you guys go to Universal as well? In, yes. Uh, any differences between there and, and and Orlando? Uh, yeah, yeah, quite a few different rides. And there's oh the the Nintendo Land uh, we went to and did first, which the there's one ride there which is fun Mario Kart themed and it's pretty cool how it's all set up with uh you wear like kind of goggles and it's it's shown how long was that stuff. line where'd you get to the fast pass we did the early access and that was the first thing we did okay so that line yeah was not not long uh when we got there but that was pretty much it <laughs> there really? for that land yeah wow uh you can walk around and press stuff and make noises um it was nice for, <laughs> but uh, but that yeah that that ride was fun. But I don't know about making that whole land for that. So yeah, but the yeah other There's stuff was, was stuff fun as the years go on. Yeah, 
I hope so. It's kind of off uh, in, in a corner, too, so they have room to expand. I mean, it sounds a lot better than, you know, Fast and Furious Supercharged. So <laughs> Yeah, so they also have the, the kind of backlot um, studio tour ride mm-hmm. that they they show you know some kind of cool stuff and then um actual buildings and and posters of stuff and uh classic cars which that was really cool to see from movies but they they have this little shortened version of that ride <laughs> in <laughs> in that so they they give you glasses you know 3d glasses in the beginning and they're like oh put your glasses on and you you, you know ride beside that stupid little party going on in the helicopter and stuff <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, not not good. But the rest of it was fun. Whenever my sister and I go to Universal now, we always, we always pass pass by it whenever we're going to like Ben and Black. Which, by the way, as as we've gotten older, we don't like that ride as much either. Oh, anymore, the ben oh, and Black okay. ride. Um, that's a conversation for another day. But <laughs> she's like, hey, you know, maybe we we shouldn't go to the other side of the park. Let's just hang out here. and this ride fast and furious supercharged all day. I mean, we'll be with family at least. <laughs> it's just God. Uh, I, I don't I don't know what the hell they were thinking when they did that. But I, I did recently, but they're gonna take it down a couple years, so good. They need to. Yeah. But anything else noteworthy not worthy of the trip, Ben? Other than you know, of course the big thing, Mario right. Man. And right. oh right, right, right. Yeah. I mean engage right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That too. That too. Um yeah, just that you know, general uh walk of fame stuff seeing all the the stars on the ground was cool uh the chinese theater didn't watch anything there but still cool mm-hmm. you know seeing it on on tv and the movies yeah, and stuff time. watch the marvels of the chinese mm-hmm. theater probably that yeah. been cool el capitan was showing something i forgot what it was uh Fast and now. then <clears throat> no uh <laughs> oh we did the the academy award museum Oh, cool. which was was pretty cool. They had like a whole floor where it was just clips of movies playing, like you didn't know what movies were. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, but then like the couple floors up, they had some some cool props and uh, like Terminator uh, face molds of of Arnold and everything. Uh, spacesuit from two thousand one. So that good variety of stuff nice. to look at there. Yeah. All right. Well, Ben, thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Glad you guys had a or, yeah. Glad you and Anna had a great time. Sounds mm-hmm. like the trip was memorable, memorable, successful. And that's yes. all that matters at the end of the day, Ben. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. And like I said, I got the kitty cat. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, let's move forward, Ben. Yep. Let's move onward to let's choose our own row, shall we? And because it is Marvel's week. Um, feels weird to say that it's Marvel's week and the movies actually call them Marvels. So it is Marvel week. Um, at least, you know, here we're excited. Uh, it's weird. I don't know what I'm, I'm more excited for, Ben. The finale of Loki or the movie? The mm-hmm. actual, uh, the Marvel's movie. I'm excited because the Loki episode five was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Marvel finales have never, or recently, they don't usually stick to land. Uh, yeah. Save for maybe a WandaVision, Miss Marvel, first season of Loki. I think those three are probably the ones I've enjoyed the most. Mm-hmm. But even the Miss Marvel finale has its issues because the villains are terrible. Yeah. You know, Moon Knight's very strong. 
what if actually had a pretty good finale? Uh, yeah, yeah. is at, well. Hawkeye for most people who have listened for a long time, I've I've enjoyed that show more and more. I've watched it. Still, it's a decent finale. But I want to put it up there with like one division or Loki or anything. Um, I really feel like it's just a big battle. <laughs> from it what is I a very big. It's a big battle on the yeah. standing rank and stuff. But there's some good emotional so cool. towards the end. Mm-hmm. And you know, Kate Bishop goes up against Kingpin in his Hawaiian yeah. shirt. <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about Kingpin a little later, though. But that's yeah. let's it's it's time to choose your row, and okay. it's Marvel themed. So we got three, got three rows here, and each row begins with a Disney Plus show. So mm-hmm. in row one, we have One Division, uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, and 2018's Ant-Man: The Wasp. In row two, we have Miss Marvel. Uh, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, a movie we've probably talked about here on here a lot. And Iron Man 3, a movie we don't talk about enough on here, for being honest with you. And then Falcon and a Soldier, uh, the very underrated bit, I think, Captain America First Avenger. And probably the most underrated film, I think, in the MCU of the Eternals is Avengers uh, Age of Ultron. Um, I actually think Ben, Wakanda Forever might be up there in terms of underrated. I don't think people give enough credit to how great that movie actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Conversation for another day, but I just wanted to put that out there. Um, so, Ben, oh, I mean, I just chose these at random. I was literally just thinking, thinking about this on the fly. Um, I was like, you know what? These. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm between row three and row one. Or row two, sorry. Um, Row one, I, I love WandaVision. I think Far From Home was spectacular. Um, but I have to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp as well. <laughs> I just don't really. For MCU standards, it's just an average MCU movie. Um, comic movie-wise, I mean, it's it's fine. It's I'll have the characters more in this movie. The villains are there. Um, yeah. But the family aspect is probably the best. It's the strength of this movie. And it has one of the best MCU post-credit scenes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So if I'm being honest, Ben, I'm I'm leaning towards row three. I really enjoyed Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, well, let me take it back. The character work in Falcon Winter Soldier is very, very great. Was strong. One of the best in terms of Disney Plus shows. I think other than Moon, that is probably the best character work they've done for a Disney Plus show. That and of course WandaVision. I think the first Avenger that is criminally underrated. Uh, I, I think our buddy Jacob would agree. Mm-hmm. And then. I I love Age of Ultron, man. The more and more I watch, I just I, I love it. So I I yeah, I'd probably Yeah, I'd say row three. And that's as someone coming from a I love me some Kamala Khan. That's probably my favorite character in the MCU post end game now, but um yeah, actually now that I'm looking at it, multiverse and <laughs> I like a lot of Iron Man through I love I, I'll I'll still stick with row three. Okay. Yeah, I think that's that's what I'm going with too. Uh, this is a tough decision, though. Um, Are you between row three and row two as well? Yeah, because like you said, one division might be I think my favorite thing on here, but yeah, <laughs> the other two uh, movies on the row, I'm like, uh, okay. And then yeah, well, yeah, kind of like you, Iron Man three, I like a lot too. This uh, yep. Marvel, I thought was good. Um, haven't rewatched or anything. 
But yeah, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I, I keep saying I, I wanted to rewatch that one because I feel like, well, you know, when it was coming out, we were kind of more critical of <laughs> and fresher, at least on, on the shows. Right. Um, I feel like it, it was kind of is better uh, than, than we were, I was thinking at the time, probably. Um, well, to that point, too, right? I think we all expect a different show than what we got. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, like you said, Age of Ultron and First Avenger are really underrated. And uh, it'd be cool to revisit those. It's funny to tell Age of Ultron, the worst MCU terms, or in terms of MCU world building, there's still kind of a lot of stuff set in motion because of Age of Ultron. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how that happened. Um, yeah. I know we don't talk about the guy who directed it. I'm yeah. just curious what a Rooster Brothers Age of Ultron movie would have been like. Ooh. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool, I think. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if uh Favreau come on and like come on and done it. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. I still think Favreau might come back one of these days and do an MCU movie. Yeah. I still I think I think eventually he will. I think and we'll talk about it later, but I think the MCU's going through I mean, we all know that MCU's going through some tough times, and I think in a way they're gonna go back down the well of what worked well before and i think that will include some people who directed some early phase one phase two works i think mm-hmm. i think favreau might i'm not saying he will yeah I don't, you know i have no insider knowledge on this but i i just you never know you never know um but we're going to talk a lot more about marvel here in a little bit and then we're going to get to brie larson but but as we continue on our our, our journey through this rundown here um <laughs> We had a, had a bunch of trailers released in the past couple of weeks since you and I have last spoken. Um, some of the highlights, I guess, are the big ones. Got a new trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife, which actually just came out today. They mm-hmm. were recording this, which is Wednesday the 8th. Frozen Empire. Uh, yeah, stupid title, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, the Fall Guy with Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt, which I think looks terrific. Even oh. the trailer gave away a lot. It was over three minutes. Oh, my gosh. Just, yeah. I didn't say that and one. I don't know movie you're looking forward to next year, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, <laughs> mm-hmm. with West Ball. Yeah. So Ben, of the trailers you did see, um, we're going to leave the Echo one. We're going to talk about that in a separate topic. Um, which of those three impressed you the most? I think we might Im- both might be on the same page. Impressed me. I think Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Which didn't give a whole lot of story. Uh, yeah, it's a kind of first teaser trailer. So it's understandable, but um, glad that the special effects are holding up and still looking <laughs> very good. Not that I thought they'd dip down greatly, but I, I don't know. After it was, you know, we were astounded by what um, they did with the this recent trilogy, and, uh, and especially Matt Reeves in the last two, and Andy Serkis. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, I've always kind of been skeptical when they announced the director. But and we don't get blown out of the water with anything story wise, like I said here. But I I feel like it is uh, less humans, which is good. <laughs> um, more apes and and getting into their uh, psyche and 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 everything. And it kind of does look like a, a big war is is coming or something something huge. So yeah, it was a shorter trailer, but I that, that got me really excited. I echo everything Ben just said. Uh, I actually then didn't really 
air for another movie in this franchise. I thought Wolf yeah. and the Planet of the Apes ended things really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've read this takes place is it generations after Caesar? So yeah. this is like years and years and years later. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how many years, but I mean, it's gotten to a point now where humans are kind of in their feral state now, apparently, mm-hmm. which we kind of saw a tease of that in uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, which is kind of scary, actually, yeah. to think about yeah. it. Um, and how well the apes can speak now, too, is like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, I'm glad the fast special effects are still holding up. I'm just curious because Andy Circus really set the bar. Yeah. With uh, his his interpretation of Caesar, so whoever this new character is, and we're gonna be following from, I'm assuming probably more than one film if this first one is successful, mm-hmm. uh, we'll be able to carry the torch. And look, no one's expecting to be as good as what Andy Circus did. You know, that's that's unfair to him. But I am looking forward to seeing. Now that we've got this less than two minute trailer, like oh man. Going back to this world, I'm actually getting some chills. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I'm only cautious because the man directing this West Ball has only directed Maze Runner movies. Yeah. yeah. That scares me. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm I'm optimistic. So we'll have to wait and see. Now, for Ghostbusters and The Fall Guy, um, the Ghostbusters trailer, sorry I've been putting me to sleep. I, I just didn't really. <laughs> I, I just dozed off. I was like, okay. Uh, Fall Guy, I liked it. I thought they showed a little too much. Um, looks like a lot of fun, though. It's from David Leach. So I'm looking forward to it. A mm-hmm. uh, guy who did Bullet Train and um, Deadpool 2. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. Should be a lot of fun in the theater. I think it comes out in March. Oh, okay. March or April, one of those two months. So. Um, yeah, the, the Ghostbusters kind of... Uh... You know, with the music swelling, always gets me. We get to see uh, Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd, and a brief glimpse of Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah, <laughs> in, uh, in in the movie, so it's cool they're back um, and returning cast with the the kids and Paul Rudd, Gary Coon, uh, new faces: Patton Oswalt, Camille Nanjiani. I, I'm excited for all these people and and this this world to build, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we we see I think one ghost and it's right at the very end yep. <laughs> after the the name reveal. <laughs> so I ain't afraid of one ghost. <laughs> uh yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. And it I I don't yeah. It it's a wave of cold that oh, comes ben, over ben, New York. Yeah. We have breaking news. Oh. Just thirty minutes ago. Okay. The SAG Astra strike is over. It'll Yay! officially end at 12.01 a.m. Pacific tomorrow. Cool. So we can do our 2024 episode now. <laughs> All right. Yes. Confirmed. All right. Well, congrats to everyone. That's getting, hopefully, well, paid like they want to. People are listening like, yeah, it's old news. Yeah, yeah. But for us, this is this is like breaking news. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. 2024 slate. We're back. Which means Ben, uh, next week we're gonna have an an onslaught of news of like <laughs> yeah. stuff getting new release dates and everything. So yeah, we might. I know we have this recording early next week. We might have to get back together like a later part of the week just to okay, yeah, this is coming out and mm-hmm. all right, that's coming out depending on what the movies are. You know, if yeah. if it's like Oogla Boogla Three, you know, it's coming out. Right. 
Fourth of July weekend, I don't really give a shit. But you know, exactly. I think the big thing really has been for me Deadpool three. Yep, <laughs> I figured you'd say that. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. big one. And what happens with Cap four? Because they said May third, but that's not. Mm. Haven't really set that in stone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think between now and <laughs> next forty seven two hours, going to be a lot of a lot of film <laughs> news, can you yeah. know release date shifting and everything. So, um, you know, because I was talking about speaking about the trailers with our buddy Luke, uh, the average moviegoer on Instagram, uh, good buddy of mine. We were talking about the Ghostbusters trailer, and I was like, hey, you know. Ghostbusters comes out in March and they release a trailer. A movie I'm looking uh, forward to, and no one else is. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. What are you going to say something? Oh, Ghostbusters comes out in March? Yeah, March. I thought it was May. No, it's March. I could be wrong. I thought it was March. I thought I said March. I think it comes out the week after Doom 2 or two weeks after Doom 2. But uh, double check on that for me, Ben. And then, movie I'm looking forward to that no one else really is. Uh, Madam Web <laughs> Ben comes out in February, and we have jack shit for marketing, and that's also a Sony release. So I'm curious if that was because of the actor strike. But Ben, the actor strike is over. I'm, I'm just happy, man. I'm happy because mm-hmm. I'm tired of hearing about you know studio deals and this and that. Oh, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, yada yada yada. <laughs> um. You know, some movies that were supposed to come out this year have suffered, and they're going to come out next year now. You know, I think the big one, Ben, you know, Dune Part 2 is probably going to get a lot of Oscar love. Yeah. And that paved the way for probably Oppenheimer to take what Dune 2 is probably going to take at the yeah. Oscars next year. Uh, which was fine. I mean, I mean, look, I'm rooting for Oppenheimer no matter what, but congrats, actors. Mm-hmm. And studios... Good, good work, good work on compromising and whatever, whatever the case is. I haven't read the the deal yet, but I'm just glad both sides were able to agree on something and we can move forward and we can all go back then to enjoying the things we love most, which is movies. Yes. And and television shows too. Um, Mm -hmm. So on that note, Ben, I'm sure we'll probably talk about more on this topic in next week's news segment. Um, I do want to say real quick, you were right about March. I was thinking okay. of uh, of Kingdom, with Planet of the Apes, which was Memorial Day. So anyway. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of West Ball, he's directing a Zelda movie. Oh. Live action Zelda movie. Now, you know, we flash back, Ben, to March, or April, I'm sorry, when Super Mario Bros. came out and it was a huge success financially. Mm-hmm. Critics were kind of yeah on it, but audiences loved it, right? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I had a great time with it. I know you were kind of you, you you liked it, right? Yeah, yeah. That, for what it is, I made a shit ton of money. So you know, we're just all waiting for the inevitable sequel. But I thought they were going to do like an animated Zelda movie. I was like, that's going to be next. That's what they're they, they got to hop on that. Oh, we're doing a live action Zelda movie. Okay. Um, good luck with that. I don't really care about a live action Zelda movie, Ben. To be completely mm-hmm. honest, your thoughts? Uh, I have not played a Zelda game, so I don't know much about the character. Uh, yeah, animated one in that universe, and linking 
the two that's a joke right um, that's a that's a bad joke yeah cool yeah um so yeah i'm kind of in, indifferent I, I don't know we'll see all right interested to see who they cast though for sure tom holland obviously so. <laughs> okay chris pratt yeah i'm still <laughs> gta 6 bit it's happening it's finally coming out eventually yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um i only other game i like more than gta 5 is last of us part one gta 6 is a fantastic Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic game. Or GTA, I'm sorry, GTA 5 is a fantastic, yeah. fantastic, fantastic, fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like my stress-free game where I just go on there, I just relieve stress. You know? Um, mm-hmm. It's a great way to just blow off some steam and, you know, I can hop off for a couple hours. I'll probably play that campaign four or five, six times. I don't know. I've lost count of that. And I played a... Uh, my buddy John and I, we college, who was actually on this podcast a couple of weeks ago. I know we played through it twice during our time of college at St. Leo. Um, but regardless, um, I've been looking forward to GTA 6. Um, I heard there was a, a rumor that the price for, for that game was like a hundred and something dollars. I was like, bullshit. Uh, like, I'm not a gamer like I used to be. You know, I kind of just game now when special games come out like Spider-Man 2 this year or Last mm-hmm. of Us Part 2 a couple years ago. I really just or got out of War Ragnarok a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I just really just, you know, I, I really only have time for like the big, big games now. Um, and Spider-Man 2 did not disappoint. So this is probably the next big, big game that I'm looking forward to is GTA 6. And I'm looking forward to getting that trailer next month. I'm probably doing a little review on it whenever it comes out in December. So um, yeah, Ben, just quick thoughts on that. Uh, I've never owned a GTA game, and I've only played a little bit of five uh, with friends. But I, it, despite that, I remember how big that was <laughs> at yeah. midnight release and like best-selling game mm-hmm. of the time and everything. So uh, GTA Six is going to be insane, oh, and uh, goodness, yeah. I will I will definitely pick that up. Maybe I'll get five before uh, to see I what all the hype's it. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah hey, look, no, man. I. For yeah. a while, I think even going into 2020, the price for that game was still around like 40, 50 bucks. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Now, I remember people in college, like, not. Uh... Wait, what year did it come out? 2013. Okay. Well, I guess it was later then. Uh... Well, they had like I, I... two remasters for the PS4, I think. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know why they had two remasters or something. It was, I think yeah. they remastered it for the PS4. Or. Because it did an update with like the first person, um, first person mode on the oh, okay. PS4. Maybe that was it then. That I had a friend that was like skipping classes to to play that. I can never confirm nor deny. <laughs> I did that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Don't go asking my professors or my roommates. That's just between myself and my PlayStation. So we will move on now. No more video game talk. So I, I do want to get to talk about Brie Larson. Let's talk about Marvel. <laughs> One last time, Ben. Um, for today. Or this time. Yeah. yeah okay. Tomorrow we'll probably text about the how okay. we like to dislike the marbles. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, last week, Ben, while I was actually flying to Houston, this stuff dropped. If I remember my, I'm getting my timeline here correct. Um, 
this Variety article dropped about all the disaster that's going on in Marvel. And I'm not going to break down the full article. I thought it was a good read, though. But, um, well, interesting read. It was a well-written article. I was just like, okay, here we go again. But the two main things, Ben, were I want to talk about one, they were going to replace Kang with Doom because of Jonathan Majors and his whole arrest thing. Mm-hmm. Two, the desperate, desperate move of bringing back the OG6 Avengers, which I, look, now some of them are still alive, but uh, Ben, last time I checked, two of them are dead. Mm-hmm. One of them is old. One of them said he's retired, but, you know, uh, who knows what Kate Bishop's going to do. And one of them's living in Mexico, and who now is his son, um, Hulk. So, yeah, there's a lot going on with the Avengers these days. Um, it, 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 for the Doom Kang thing, I heard that was false or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, apparently that variety of articles, some of that stuff was crap. I don't believe all that was crap. I think there's some validity to some of the stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, I This one I don't believe, though, the whole replacing Kang with Doom. Um, I do believe they're probably thinking about recasting yeah. the majors because they don't know what's going on, which is unfortunate because if you're watching Loki season two, you know how fucking great he is. <laughs> this season is so good. God, I love this man and how he, he's just that he acts so fucking well. <laughs> oh, I can't root for him if this stuff about him is true, though, Ben. I just can't. Yeah, that's tough. It is tough because he's such a great fucking actor. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I didn't really believe that stuff. I, I, I've always believed Doom was going to be the next phase of, of Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Um, any thoughts on that, Ben? Uh, I did same kind of thoughts, <laughs> I guess. Okay. That, uh, yeah, I, I guess, I guess they will go recast route. Um, but yeah, no, I believe they're, they're saving Doom and he'll be coming later. Let's talk about this whole replacement or bringing back the OG6. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say that the OG6 means a lot of things to a lot of people out there. Um, you know, whenever you have ensembles like that, you're always gonna there are always gonna be a lot of different things that people, you know, Luke Han and Leia mean a lot of things to a lot of people. Um it's the only ensemble I can really think of. It. It's a lot of people, a lot to a lot of people. I know there's others out there. You know, Shrek, Donkey, Fiona. There we go. <laughs> classic. Yep. Yeah, classic trio, classic anime trio. I mean, laugh if you want to, but Woody and Buzz mean a lot of things to a lot of people, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's still one of the best bromances I think in movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but to me, you know, the OG six, they 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 mean the world to me. And you know, I, I love what Marvel Studios was able to do with the OG six throughout the Avili saga. Uh, you know, some of them are still around today, post post Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, two of them are dead. <laughs> one of them is an old man, and uh, one of them is now a father. <laughs> Another one is also a father. Another one is a says he's retired, but you know. I, 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 you know, <laughs> he's pulled that before. Yeah, he's how many times Clint has unretired. So you know, I, I have two thoughts on this, Ben. It feels desperate. Mm-hmm. 
but then the fanboy in me is going to be like really, really fucking excited to see him on the big <laughs> screen again. Um, and that's just that's just kind of how fandom works, I guess. That's that's, that's just kind of how my brain and my heart work. I've been saying this ever since it came out, though, Ben. I or Endgame came out. I I don't want Tony ever coming back. I really don't. Yep. I I, I, I don't think you completely ruin this arc by you know. Him coming back, but then I think you just need to let let the man rest, let the man just let RDJ go on and do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Scarlett Johansson really wants to come back after that whole shit with Disney. I know they're still doing their secret Marvel project, um, like you said, which I'm happy for. But for her to star in a movie, I don't know if she really wants to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ben, you and I both agree that we're going to see Cap eventually. In a couple of years or whatever, I think yeah, we both agreed on that um, to kind of really close out his storyline. I think Chris Evans has teased it every time he's got a new movie coming out for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why uh, he keeps doing it. It's like, do we know we're going to see you at some point? Yeah, people keep asking him, probably. Probably. Um, I don't know what the hell is going on with Hulk. I just don't know, man. And, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, to, to, to make this kind of move, Ben, I, I, I think it's a, a little bit of desperation. I, I don't really agree with bringing them back. But then I, I'm not going to lie, Ben. If I did, if they were on screen, I, yeah, I would probably clap and cheer and cry because that's sure, sure. how much they mean to me. Yeah. So anyway, take it away, Ben. It's like a ramble on this for like another hour. Uh, I hope, uh, I, I hope they don't. I don't see how it would work really like you're saying. And if it's like flashback or something, I feel like I could get cheesy real quick. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know if they're talking about that at all, but I, I, I don't know. There, even though there's been discourse and ups and downs with everything we've gotten recently or after end game with new characters and stuff, especially I just, I just feel like we should keep, going with that new storylines uh i mean we've got new characters that do work really well and that audiences do enjoy so we should build on that um and yeah i wouldn't be saying all this if it wasn't for how important and huge endgame uh, infinity war and endgame were and how that that feels very very final uh to several characters stories so yeah i'm I'm hoping they don't. I will. <laughs> like you said, if they do show up, you'd be like, oh, sweet. Cool. <laughs> and, you know, and then Seeker Wars or, or whatever uh, in the future and, you know, showing up to help the new people fight the, you know, yeah, sure. It, it, it would be cool, I guess. But uh, no, I don't. <laughs> right now, I, I don't want to see it. So yeah, this, that's, this is the last yeah. thing we're going to need right now is to bring back the OG6. Yeah. You know, because I think the big problem Marvel right now, Ben, is it's not the characters they're introducing; it's the fact that we haven't seen these characters for like, for long stretches of time. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen Shang Chi in two years. Yeah, when we're used to seeing Iron Man pretty much every year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Um, the Eternals. What's what's going on with those guys? Exactly. There's still that big celestial in the sky. 
I wonder, you know, when planes are passing by the celestial and a pile just goes. And to your right, there's this big ass <laughs> celestial. Oh, look. Wow. Wave at it. So I don't know what the government's doing about it, but yeah. uh, wave, take pictures, kids. Eventually, MC will figure their shit out. Um, I mean, the character that pops the most in phase four and five is Wong. <laughs> yeah. And and probably Kamala. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a new character, so yeah, you know, I, I don't know, Ben. I just I feel like there's more. There's more. I think that's the main issue right now, Ben, is the fact that we haven't seen these characters in such a long time, and you know, the fact that we're not getting a Shang Chi two till twenty twenty six. That's 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 kind of at, at the earliest. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So. Moving on from that, let's talk about some good though. Uh, the Echo trailer, holy fucking shit! Mm, um, mm-hmm. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Netflix vibes all the way. Uh, yeah. and I loved every second of that trailer. And then I thought to myself, Disney Plus is dropping these all five episodes all at once. So. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's a little pause for concern for me, Ben. Um, yeah. However, however, I'm look. January 10th is right around the corner. I will go into it with you know with an open mind. Mm-hmm. I'll be excited. You know, it's a brand new Marvel show. Be our first Marvel MCU project of the year. It just feels like Marvel's hiding something from <laughs> us, mm-hmm. and not in like the pot, like not in the holy shit. Daredevil and you know, all this stuff. No, like, are they doing the same thing they with the Marvels? Because they they hit the Marvels. They didn't release the review embargo until today, which is odd. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But talking about a trailer, the trailer surprised me, and it got me a lot more interested in, in to this show. So, man, mm-hmm. yeah, same here. Uh, I feel like it focused a lot on Kingpin. Which uh, and and a a better kingpin. Yeah, but it's called Echo. Ben, so <laughs> duh, of course we're gonna focus on kingpin. It's <laughs> yeah, called yeah. Echo. Yeah, uh, it's it's just like what we said. <laughs> They're gonna focus on yep either kingpin or Derek Devil a lot. Yep. Um, but I I think I think we will get into the character of Echo uh, and and her backstory a lot more because it that does feature in it as well. So hopefully she's not. <laughs> um, you know, overshadowed in her own show. Yeah. Um, but having said that, Kingpin's back, and that's great. <laughs> and uh, everything we got with him was oh, good. Funny. With all that said, <laughs> with all that Kingpin's said. back, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like you're saying, the um, it even from this trailer, it, it looks gritty and and darker than uh, some other stuff we've seen. So, which makes me believe that with all this. You know, re- the resale of the Daredevil show. I wonder if they're trying to make it more like this Echo series. Oh, yeah. I'm curious because apparently Daredevil wasn't even supposed to get his outfit until episode four. Um, or we're going to see Matt in the Daredevil outfit until episode four. Yeah, which I find very funny because <laughs> in the Netflix show, he didn't even get the full cost until the end of season one. <laughs> yeah, right. So I don't know why we're bitching and complaining about that. That show was still great. That show yeah. really was a lawyer-centric show the first season. 
and yeah, I love it. Great character development, and you still got some fantastic action scenes and fight mm-hmm. scenes. Now, if it was nothing but lawyer stuff, okay, fine, I get that. Yeah, but if we're complaining about him not donning the cowl until episode four. But there were still action scenes in between episodes one and four. Why are we bitching and planning? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I think there's more to that. There, I think there's more there than just yeah. You know, oh, he's not getting the episode episode four. I think, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For them to do such a major overhaul, I feel like there mm-hmm. there had to be. There's more. Yeah, there's more going on than than telling us. Just of course, I mean, it's a business, and they're going to tell us everything. Yeah. Um. Ben, it is the Marvels, and by the time this episode drops, I'm pretty sure you and I both will have seen it. By the time people start listening, you and I both will have seen it. I'm actually going to say this maybe tomorrow until like 9.45 at night. <laughs> um, and it's working Thursday, so we're seeing it Friday. Afternoon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. But it's a short movie, so. Yeah, I know. I was just like, I don't like going to the movies that late. Um, <laughs> but I do want to go out and see it Thursday night, so. Mm-hmm. Um. I am, as far as expectations go, I am just looking for a lot of fun and a good space adventure with some good heart. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I'm looking for right now. And the moment that changes everything. Yep, because that happens in every Marvel <laughs> movie, apparently. Now, I, 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 that final trailer was ridiculous. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's actually not a bad trailer. If they had released that trailer months ago, mm-hmm. a lot more people would have been excited for this movie. Yeah. And I don't know why the hell they spoiled one of the maybe a, a, one of the bigger cameos in this movie. Um, I'm not going to say who it was just in case they watched trailer, but they spoiled a, a character returning. And I was like, oh, okay. We're really, I, we're really reaching here. Honestly, it took me a little bit to figure out <laughs> who it is. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I guess I know now. It's so random until I'm like, why is, huh? <laughs> because they're on. I someone's got to explain that one to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the trailer starts out with Tony and Cap. I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. What yeah. Really? <laughs> really? Come on. Y- yeah. The the people complaining about that one i kind of agree with if it was a an avengers movie sure make more sense yes yeah or or something really i mean this might be a huge game changer but it yeah it has nothing as far as we know right now nothing to do with cap or iron man so why why do that yeah it tries to be all traumatic all right well one last topic and before we get on to the brie larson portion of the episode all right um, you know, I I haven't read this Marvel Studios, Marvel Cinematic Universe official oh. timeline book, and uh, you know, I shared a little bit of information, not last week's episode, but the week before last, just kind of my notes. So I'm, I'm this week, next week, and maybe the week after, I'll be sharing some, some notes of what I've been reading, yeah, or what that's caught my caught my interest. Uh, so number one, uh, I'm actually we're going back to the 2000s here. Uh, <laughs> Shang Chi's mother, Ben, uh, she dies right before the events of Iron Man even start. She dies one year prior. 
oh. before uh, the events of Iron Man kick in the gear. Mm-hmm. Oh, kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, Fury's long week been lives up to the hype of Iron Man 2 and Captain Hulk and Thor. Because you'll have Hulk fighting in the college <laughs> at, the, at the university. And Thor's getting getting ready to be king of Asgard on, you know, well that that's that's going on or <laughs> Tony's doing his race at the at, in in Monaco and it's just interesting how all those events play out. It's yeah. When it's a Fury's long week, no, they they really mean that it's Fury's long week. It's actually more of a headache. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it lives up to the hype. Cool. The end of Captain America Civil War. By the end, I mean from the time Tony's having that conversation with Rhodey back on the Avengers campus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when he's got his new legs and everything. Yeah. Um, or that the, the, the skeleton suit, and he's reading a letter from Tony, or from he's Tony's reading a letter from Cap. Yeah. That actually happens after Black Panther and Black Widow. So the the ending, like the actual ending of Civil War, takes place after both Black Widow and Black Panther. Hmm. Okay. I found that interesting. So that was wow. three. Yeah. Number four. I found this really interesting. Episode six of Falcon Winter Soldier takes place after Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> it's during the beginning of Spider-Man No Way Home. So yeah, there's a, there's a montage in episode five of Falcon Winter Soldier when Sam is training with the shield. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's like months and months <laughs> of training. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I I found I was like, wow, you really trained for a long time there. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Because actually according to the timeline now, you have one division, and this is post endgame, one division, Shang Chi, and then Falcon Winter Soldier. Ooh, okay. So Shang Chi takes place before Falcon Winter Soldier, which I found interesting. Hmm. Uh, so yeah. There's a stretch where Sam's probably training, and that all that happens when Sam is rescuing those people from the the uh, the GRC building, whatever it is, mm. um, in episode six. That's happened after Peter's identity gets revealed at the end of Far From Home. Hmm. So Peter's kind of like a you know public enemy number one. Yeah. Meanwhile, in another part of New York, Sam <laughs> is off fighting. Uh, Flag smashers. Hmm. So that's I found that interesting. Yeah. And last last note here: the mm-hmm. end of No Way Home. So the end of the spell is done. Well, there's like a couple of weeks. Yeah. Between um, when the spell gets done and Peter goes to see and MJ and that at the coffee shop. During those, I think it's like couple of weeks, whatever, how long it is. That's when Multiverse of Madness takes place. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Multiverse of Madness takes place before Peter goes to the coffee shop to see MJ. Including the post credit scene of him jumping into the encouragement with Charlie's their own. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's well, go. Ah, <laughs> huh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess that, yeah, that kind of that makes sense. Guess it has to. Interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah. 
want to get out like okay so i have to stop watching the movie here go yeah, watch yeah. this and then you know go here okay and then go all the way over it's like that charlie day meme of like yeah you know, it's like plotting stuff out I yeah i feel it right now I'm like okay i'll watch this here and okay, watch shang chi's mother die here before i start iron man okay all right cool the headache <laughs> yeah all right well that's our lengthy rundown today but I think it was needed, Ben. That's why it's just you and I today, because mm-hmm. if we had another guest, then we'd probably still be talking about trailers. So, um, take us for a break. DJ Ben, he's probably a little rusty, but uh, we'll get him back to work. And then we're going to talk about Ben's favorite actress, Brie Larson. All right, DJ Ben, take us out. And we're back. All right. So this is our technically our last actress, actor, actress retrospective of the year. We do have another actor, actress episode we're doing, but we'll save that for the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Ben, it's been a, you know, we started the year out strong with our, our boy, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. It's a fun episode we did. Yeah. Talked about Zoe Deutsch. Now we we, we promise you guys we do like her. All right, she's a great actress. <laughs> the movies she was in was uh, yeah. Some of them were iffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then of course Zach muddled his way in Ben, and we talked about Elizabeth Olsen mm-hmm. in May, and then we didn't do wow. it for a while until until now. <laughs> this is our, wow. We haven't okay. done one since Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, Zach. <laughs> um, we meant to do one for Lily James way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you and I just didn't have the time, or something. No, yeah. some, something break, or did we just not have the time? To do it. Uh, I don't know. Might have been a mixture of both. Probably. Yeah. But we're here now. Yes. So I'm not talking about Lily James, unfortunately. But we're talking about Brie Larson, Ben. Mm-hmm. And. For whatever reason, because she speaks her mind, um, people don't like her. Yeah. Imagine that. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> we're not talking about her entire filmography. In fact, I don't even have a tier list. I don't really see the point of it today. Um, I did grade the movies, Ben, kind of like on a tier scale still, you know, A, B, C, D, F, or whatever. Yeah. So I'll, I'll reveal those grades as we talk about them. But. That I wanted to give you the four because she is one of your your all time favorites. And mm-hmm. um, why don't you go and give us get get the listeners why 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 is she on your on your on your top five? I'm, I'm assuming she's in your top five actress list because she's oh. really really good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I feel like she she's had a good. Uh, variety of roles like we'll get into not every movie has been a hit um but constantly challenging uh herself i feel like her dramatic stuff's really good uh she is really funny too her stuff on snl um has been good especially and then you know she's been more she's had more dramatic roles but i think um especially with the marvels i think we'll see uh even even more comedic stuff so Anyway, yeah, 
and then um just yeah every every project she said i'm kind of like oh that this sounds good this sounds interesting um plus uh the big memory i, I feel like i've told this before but I'll, I'll give a quick story of uh, uh kind of early days of brie larson um the the movie room that i had gotten um and i was in college around this time and i guess i got it like spring break and then it was uh getting getting close to mother's day and her she hosted snl the night before and so um getting together with college friends and we we missed the cold open and the and the monologue uh because someone was in the study room i think that we were gonna watch it in our study room the apartment uh lounge or whatever so i had to go somewhere else and that took some time so anyway finally got to watch it um besides the first like 10 minutes it was great loved it she's funny um then the next day uh at college the first it was freshman year first uh mother's day i didn't you know, spend with my mother, mother called her, of course. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I, I'm in the mood for Brie Larson. Let's, let's watch room for the first time. And uh, which is all about a mother <laughs> and her child. And I was sitting there in, uh, in a small <laughs> room with my roommate who was playing video games or something. And I was bawling my eyes out and uh, had to keep up and getting, getting tissues and eventually just brought the box uh, into our room and um he was like everything okay i was like yeah yeah just just watching a movie um because her and jacob tremblay in that movie are fantastic and it was just a big memory uh that got me into watching you know more of her stuff um even though i'd seen her in a, you know a few things before uh so yeah anyway yeah, especially uh, one right on track with Disney Channel movie, which I found out years after that room moment that uh, that she was in. So it's, it's she's been around, you know, for a while, popping up and stuff. Uh, oh, and her, her singing career too is pretty pretty cool. Uh, she has one album that's kind of a teen uh, <laughs> angsty thing, but it I don't know I I I enjoy it and I think it's a cool kind of curio of her career. So anyway. There you go. Yeah, I, I echo a lot of what you were saying, Ben, in terms of, uh, you know, she's got a uh, look at her from Margaret, she's done a lot from comedy to, to dramas, um, blockbusters. Mm -hmm. And what stood out to me, Ben, is like early in her career, I feel like she was, I feel like she hasn't been as experimental and this part of her career is like the early part of like, you know, talking about, you know, room and short term 12, mm -hmm. you know, now she's kind of doing, you know, Captain Marvel and the Marvels and, you know, you know, she's still done some small stuff like, you know, just mercy, stuff mm -hmm. like that with Michael B. Jordan. But I feel like the early part of her career, Ben, when she was, you know, getting going, she was really like, you know, you know, challenging herself in these, with these roles. Um, and I really appreciate that about her. She brings this level of warmth to films, Ben. You know, you just feel really comfortable around her. You know, you're not like near her. You're just yeah. like, hey, that's Brie Larson. I'm okay. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Um, you know, I don't even want to talk about her behind the camera, right? Because I, I get it. 
you know, you don't like some of the things she says or how she acts, look, that's 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 your own personal business. I don't really give a shit what you think about her behind the camera. Um, I think we can all agree in front of the camera, she is a world class actress. Oh, that's right, but she has an Academy Award on her man. Mm-hmm. Oh, but y'all still want to give her shit because why? Because he didn't like her in a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm fine. This is good. Get a life, guys. Seriously, I, I'm not even sure. I'm not, then I'm not even gonna have my feelings towards that. Get just get a life. Seriously, I y'all need to get over yourselves on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all know who you are. <laughs> Don't like her for that reason, um, and for other reasons that we have talked about on this pod before, but we're not gonna bring them now. Just appreciate what she brings to a film. She brings a lot. Captain Marvel probably won't even work as well as it did without her. Mm-hmm. Marvel has nailed a lot of casting. Have they always hit the nail? No. They've, they've hit a few misses on their casting. I'm not going to lie. But then I would say about 95% of the time they usually <laughs> hit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And getting an Academy Award winner to be Captain Marvel? Yeah, I think they did a good job. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's that's just me. What what do I know? Um, let's 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 dive in here to into excuse me her filmography now, Ben. Shall we? Mm-hmm. Let there we go. Let's start with Twenty One Jump Street. I don't know why I have myself on me there, uh, Ben. I did not rewatch this one. This was the only one I didn't rewatch. Um, I didn't either because I have seen Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street that matters so <laughs> many times. Uh, Quick little story too. Also in college, um, my roommate freshman year. Actually, he was my second roommate. He wanted to be one of my closest friends uh, while I was in school. Um, before we roomed together, he would always come over and be like, "Hey, watch the Jump Street. Come on, let's put it in." Then uh, it was a mistake buying that Blu-ray. <laughs> I swear to God, when I when we ended up living together and uh, when I switched dorms. Oh my fucking god! It was like every other day. Let's watch one. Nope, we're gonna watch Twenty Two Street. Twenty Two Street, and it became like a running joke in our friend group for a little bit of like, man. They would be like sitting at dinner or whatever. Like, yeah, so what do you guys want to do later? Y'all want to watch Jump Street? No. <laughs> you know, so it's yeah. I've seen those movies constant, con like a annoying amount of times. <laughs> But there's a reason for that because these movies are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 21 Jump Street, Ben, even though Brie Larson plays more of a supporting role, this movie is still funny. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great time. I remember the first time I saw it because I can't think this was 2012. So I was a year away from being able to legally see uh, <laughs> R-rated movies in theaters. <laughs> yeah. Um, my mom actually took me to see this one. I was like, let's hope nothing too bad is shown here because you know, I think the worst R-rated movie experience I saw my mom was probably this year seeing Joy riding at the theater with my mom. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was something else. Yeah, <laughs> this wasn't as bad as as bad though. We had we had a good time watching it. Um, you know, Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum, great duo. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob Riggle and the supporting was so funny. And uh, Kimmy Schmidt, 
in this. <laughs> she's uh, she's great in here too. Not not the actress, Kim, not not Kimmy Schmidt the character, but what's her name, Ben? Uh, um, Miss Kimmy Schmidt. Oh no, I've been in anything office. in a minute. Why am I Ellie, Ellie Kemper. Kemper? Yeah, <laughs> uh, she's great too as kind of a horny teacher. Um, <laughs> I think this was actually my introduction to Dave Franco too. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first movie I saw that was. It was this or what came up before? Not the first night you see me or or this movie. I feel like now you one see of these. One right of those after. two was my introduction to. to, to uh, Dave Franco. Yeah. Now you see me is 2013. Okay, so it's a year after. Um, that's weird. Those came like so close together. But uh, yeah, I I gave this a B tier. I prefer 22 Jump Street over 21 Jump Street, if I'm being honest. Uh, it's not, I think the college setting just feels a little better. Mm. There's a part of it that feels a little weird, like these grown men going back to high school. Just it feels a little. I mean, they look the part, though, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ice Cube is he plays such a he plays a dick asshole so well. <laughs> See, like he hates Jonah Hill's character so much. Um, I know we're talking about you, big titties. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Uh, there's so many great memorable one-liners whenever he's just ragging on Jonah Hill. So, yeah, I, I have a good time with 21 Jump Street. It's just not something I go back and watch over and over again mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Ben. Uh, yeah, this one, uh, I guess I I guess I did see this before Room. Uh, I didn't see it in theaters, but it would have been a few years after. Um, but I remember even then, like you said, as Brie Larson as a supporting character. Um, I was like, she's really good at this and, and making the side character memorable and, and uh, everything. So, yeah, the, um, I haven't seen, I actually haven't seen these a whole lot. I, I, I do need to give them a rewatch, both of them, but uh, I feel like I remember liking the first one more. Um, but the, the second one as a comedy sequel is, is very good. Um, I think I saw the twist coming <laughs> for that one too, so I kind of brought it down a little bit. But yeah, th- this one is a is a classic. This goes up there with other high school uh, comedies <laughs> and and everything. Um, the the drug scene, I remember <laughs> that being pretty crazy too. Um, so yeah, and the the action the action too at the end. Is 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 pretty good for a little you know comedy uh, movie. Um, Cameos too. There's a cameo at the end of that movie. Or yeah, <laughs> like that's funny. That's, yeah, that was clever. That was really clever. Yep. <laughs> you shot me in the dick. You shot him in the dick. <laughs> oh, good times. So yeah, uh, you said you said B. I, yeah, yeah, I, I guess B tier comedy yeah. for me. I'd go. I'd go with that as well. B is good. Um. Let's say what's not a B tier. This next week we're talking about short term twelve. Um now I just watched this for the first time. I want to say last year, because you recommended I should watch it. Mm-hmm. Um I'll say my grade first, but now I'll give my explanation as to why. So I, I say S for just the pure acting mm-hmm. and A for the overall story in the movie. 
I think sometimes, but I think there's you know some points here and there where it kind of drags a little bit in the middle, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. It's still a very well paced movie, but I just think there's a, there's a couple moments I was like, hey, okay. Um, holy shit, like Keith Stanfield. Though, before I even get to Brie Larson, but Keith Stanfield, holy shit. Yeah. Because my introduction to Lee Keith Stanfield was uh, Atlanta, or so Atlanta FX. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. And I did not see this coming from that, that guy. I was like, I knew he was a good actor. Holy shit. But when I was watching this, I was like, oh, he's that good. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he's really, really good. And I rewatched it on Peacock a couple days ago. And I'm still just blown away by his performance. Uh, and Caitlin Dever as well. I'm pretty, yeah. I think my introduction to her was book smart back in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm pretty sure it was. I have to go back and look at the filmography again, but I'm pretty sure it was Booksmart. Um, maybe that was Bernie Felt. Is it Beanie Felstein? Bernie Felstein? Beanie. Like... Beanie Felstein. Maybe it was maybe it was Beanie Felstein. I don't know. It was one of those two actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, but this film pulls no punches. This is a gut-wrenching film. Mm-hmm. And it's really, you know, of course, it's about you know, them taking care of you know, kids who have or who have tried to commit suicide, and it's it's a it's, it's a topic that's more rele- relevant as the years go on and on and on as we see more kids take you know unfortunately taking their own lives. Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, Ben, I I teared up multiple times during this movie, uh, and rewatching it, I, I it still hit me on on how devastating. Some of the events that take place in this movie are, you know, there's a scene where Brie Larson is going to, I don't know if she was going to kill him, but she's just holding this baseball bat over Caitlin Dever's dad's uh, character. And I was like, mm-hmm. first time I watched it, I was like, I, I, I thought she was going to do it. I was like, because at this point, Brie Larson, she, you know, her character is, she's unstable. And I was like, because. They don't really flat out tell you, Ben, what happened to her, but you kind of get the idea of what happened to her. Yeah. And her, and her past. Um, just based off facial expressions and everything and kind of how she's acting. Because like, like like I said, as the film goes on, she's just unraveling more and more and more. I would have given her an Oscar for this too, Ben. She is spectacular. And this is the directorial debut of Dustin Daniel Cretton. And Look, I, I still think my favorite movie of his is Shang Chi, but that goddamn Ben, this might be his best active film. Mm-hmm. No, no joke. Um, and what's the guy's name? Who plays the boyfriend, John Gallagher Jr. Yeah, I think that that sounds right. He's wonderful too. Yeah. Um, a lot of good. He's really good, in, and there's there's a couple of really good moments. Uh, they have towards the end of the film, and. I like where this film ends with that same bad kid trying to escape. I know it's kind of played for last, like because I felt I was like, do I laugh at this? Do I not laugh at this? Right. It's kind of awkward, but I think kind of chuckles like, okay, we're doing this again. That's a really bad kid, but you understand why, right? Yeah. It's that awkward it's that in between, but 
yeah, this, this is a spectacular. This is probably my second favorite movie of hers on his list. Not truthfully, I damn, Ben, just damn, mm-hmm. hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ben. Yep, same for me, <laughs> or a lot similar to me. Uh, how hard hitting is, um, and it's yeah, really, really dark. So it, I, it, I think it is underrated, but it's it's kind of hard to. Hey, you should watch this. Um, kind of hard to to recommend, but as as a movie, it is uh, fantastic. And like you, I cried several times during this one as well. Um, it is interesting with the the faces of um, that that are recognizable, some then and then some even more now. Um, and yeah, all the all the kids are really good too. I think this was my introduction to Lakeith Stanfield. I want to say, um, and then uh, another Oscar winner, Rami Malek. I was like, hey, that that guy was in Night at the Museum, right? And then saw. Not him gonna here. lie though, he was like the least interesting character this entire movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember when um. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was coming out. I was like, "Oh, that's guy from you know Short Term 12. Uh and and out of the museum. But anyway, uh, Caitlin Deaver I'd seen in in uh, Last Man Standing. I enjoyed that. Oh, uh, the Tim Allen show. Yeah. Tim Allen, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was cool to see her blossoming into the the movie world, and then she's done uh, good for herself since. So she has. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's done quite good for herself lately. <laughs> um. But yeah, th- th- this this movie it is it is hard to watch, so I haven't gone back to it a whole lot. But uh, it is it is fantastic, um, and its presentation, like you said, how you, we get into the character, Brie Larson's character, more and more as we go throughout the film, and um, yeah, it's just really good. And I I pulled it up, not that you know Rotten Tomatoes it means even less to everyone now, I know, but it it's sitting mm-hmm. at ninety eight. Uh, 98% on there, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. So, okay, so uh, I think my introduction to Caitlin Deaver Ben was actually that comedy movie with Cameron Diaz, Bad Teacher. Oh, yeah. And then I, I was trying to remember who she plays in the spectacular now because she's she is in the spectacular now. Um, I'm trying to remember who she plays in the spectacular now. Caitlin Deaver, yeah, as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, she's in that movie. There's no Breeze in that one, obviously. Yeah, Bree. Oh, yeah, Bree is in that one. That's right. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, they both came out in 2013. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, was, she was in Waggies with another uh, Karen Knightley movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, um, been on, she's been on quite a bit of stuff, actually. She was in Detroit? Holy shit. Whoa, I don't remember that. But yeah, back to short term twelve. Uh, yeah. I will I will give it uh, an an S for me. Damn, I didn't know she was in Detroit. Shit, I want to go back and rewatch Detroit. Uh, let's talk about uh, probably the hardest film on us to talk about because Ben this this one heard the Academy Award for best uh, for best actress. And I'm not gonna lie, Ben. I I felt so dirty and uncomfortable after watching this movie. 
not like that euphoria, dirty, where you're like watching a bunch of high schoolers doing a whole bunch of like adult things, but just like the whole situation Brie Larson's character is going through. And the great way she goes to protect her son and then what she goes through afterwards. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I think Ben for me, in talking about 2015's room, my one complaint about the movie, there's an argument between her and her mother. And I was like, okay, mom, I know you've had it rough, but she was literally raped every day. Stuck in this one room for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. You need to cut her some slack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get a, you know, as a mother, yeah, you, she's probably feeling some guilt, all that stuff, but listen you need to be there for your daughter it just felt like in that moment Ben I was like you're making this too much about yourself right now I'm not about your daughter Mm -hmm. Um, not saying Brie Larson's character handled the grieving process as well she may be or not the grieving but the recovering process yeah 100% well but who would Ben who would (laughs) in that situation right um I miss room in theaters. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I caught on digital when, was, when it became available. And uh, I was very impressed, Ben. Very, very impressed by what I, by when I watched it. I was happy Brie Larson won the Academy Award. Um, you know, deep. <laughs> there was a part of me, Ben, I was like, you know, I really want Emily Blunt to at least get a nomination for Sicario. <laughs> of course she didn't, uh, but that's okay. Um, because she was just when I saw that I was like, "There's, there's no way she's not winning this award. There's just no way." Yep. And uh, she really shows you in in room why she is one of the best actresses working today, and why she will always be a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jacob Tremblay, just kudos to him too. He was, <laughs> I just. You know, just applause all around for for Jacob Tremblay, Ben. He was fantastic. Yeah. Um, like short term twelve, Ben. I cannot go back and rewatch this frequently. <laughs> it it it's just it's too much, man. It's too mm-hmm. much. And I actually, it was like one o'clock last night. It's like, you know, what? I'm gonna watch room. I got twenty minutes, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna watch this anymore. <laughs> it was it was too. I just it was one of those nights when we're just like, you can't go to sleep. So like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll turn on room. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. I, I just couldn't get through it. It was a lot for 1 a.m. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I love it. So, but Ben, I know this is one of your favorites of all time. So the floor is yours, sir. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Uh, sure. Yeah. A lot of sentiments, like you were saying. Um, and yeah, kind of like short term 12, it's, it's hard, <laughs> really hard to go back to and kind of, kind of weird to recommend, but it, it is just such a, fantastically acted movie um and it so much about it i how it it starts you know after the the kidnapping and they've been there for a while um with you know how old uh jacob is in the movie and um it it just puts you right in, in there in their space and you feel cramped in that shed uh, like they are, and the story kind of unravels. You learn a little more and more, 
and then uh I'll go ahead and spoil kind of kind of halfway through they do get out um and the camera work especially and Jacob Tremblay's acting um how it, it's like kind of from his perspective and gosh that first time of him just looking up and seeing trees and he was amazed and then the sky uh it, it just just stuff like that is is so touching <laughs> and and I remember it made me cry um and then the, the guy almost gets it back, but uh, luckily he doesn't and gets out. And um, yeah, like you're saying, we, we get a, a whole nother half of the movie about um, with the recovery process and, and getting back to, to normal life. And that's all done. Quote unquote, normal life. Yeah. 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 Quote unquote. Um, that, that's all acted and performed exceptionally well too. Um, and, and it's stuff that I don't know. I, I feel like not every movie would kind of go that far into it or just kind of be like, Oh, well they're out now. Um, you know, getting out might've been the, the climax, but for, for this movie, it, it keeps going <laughs> and keeps um, hitting you in the feels and, and makes you think about, you know, these characters, of course, and then real life situations that are like this. Um, so yeah and like you're saying brie larson's just incredible in this um for being that that mother figure and and can for her son and doing the best that she can in the situation uh and then the like you're saying her recovery um doesn't go as smooth you know as you would hope but you know she has so much stress and then um everything that's that's on top of her so yeah <laughs> keep saying it but uh, yeah it's, it's, it's kind of hard to talk about uh it's you know crazy situation unimaginable but um it's it's just done so well and it feels uh it, you know feels real and everything while, while you're watching it so um yeah it is uh it is it is very very good movie uh hard to recommend like i said but um yeah i was i was jumping for joy when she won the academy award for that uh and it's cool with that being i know we we've said she's been in the business for a while but i feel like that was you know she wasn't a big name at that point and that i thought her coming out almost yeah yeah yeah. um so yeah i still haven't uh read the book yet i think my mom said she did um and i watched the movie with her and she she liked it a lot and um thought it was faithful to the book and everything but i will get to that at some point oh uh, really, who else got yeah. nominated mm-hmm. for best actress that year Brie larson won so we got you know kate blanchett for carol jennifer lawrence for joy charlotte brampling for 45 years a movie actually still haven't seen and uh Charissa ronan for brooklyn uh, so I've seen oh. Carol, Joy, and, and Brooklyn, and I I love all those movies. Uh, well, I love Jennifer Lawrence and Joy. The movie Joy itself is is okay at best. Um, I think Brooklyn Ben's really fucking good, and and I like to I make mean, we know Kate Blanchett. How we feel about <laughs> Kate Blanchett? People mm-hmm. listen to us for a while. She's a real fucking goat. Um, I'm glad she won over all those though. She, that's fine. The same year she won, the Yale finally got his for the uh, for the Revenant. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Same ceremony. That was yeah, that was a big night. Well, that's what that was your spotlight one for best mm-hmm. best picture. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah. Okay. That's wrong. I don't want to talk about room anymore. The movie's depressing. <laughs> yeah. S tier, by the way. I didn't say that, but that's obvious. Oh yeah, I I probably say S tier as well. Um, one of A24's best films, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's weird because like it's not even like in my top fifteen. That's just the power of A24, though. Yeah. It's, they just shit out gold. <laughs> Most of the time. I was, yeah. uh, I was joking around with, with our buddy Zach, and uh, I forgot exactly what we were talking about. <laughs> then I was like, oh, um, I forgot what the conversation, the context of the conversation was, but I was like, oh, well, they're probably watching some, you know, A24 movie about some demented bird. <laughs> that's just the kind of shit A24 does man it'll probably fucking be fucking great yeah Um. oh wait is Free Fire another A24 movie I think it is actually yeah. that's the next film on this list I want to say so and it is nowhere near the <laughs> for me at least the, the class of Room yeah. for Term 12 or even 21 Jump Street uh, this is my first C tier film Ben I think it's a fine little shoot him up kind of a movie i guess you should say it's 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 fine i don't really it, nothing was really memorable about it for me um i tried rewatching it i, I just couldn't get into it I, I was more disappointed than anything else it, it felt like a bad version of reservoir dogs if you ask me um yeah I, I that's all i really have to say Brie larson's fine in the movie i guess uh, I, I like I said, nothing very memorable for me though. But uh, what say you, Ben? Uh, I can kind of agree with the not memorable. I, it's it's one location, uh, pretty much movie, and yes, yeah, it turns into just a, a shoot 'em up. I mean, we've seen one location movies; they'll be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just saying, there's not. <laughs> There's not really memorable set pieces in no, that one location. <laughs> you just yeah. kind of remember they're in a warehouse and that's about it. Um, but I don't know. I, I still kind of, I have fun with it. So I'd still argue a, a B for me personally. Um, there, there's some characters that are good. I, Brie Larson, her character's memorable um, uh, up there for me. Um, with kind of people talking down to her and stuff. And then she kind of has a, come back at the end uh somewhat uh charlotte copley i think has some really funny <laughs> lines uh funny asides and everything um the the best parts is like what people yell in the background <laughs> when it's they're all just shouting at each other and it's quiet for a moment uh, some of those lines still still crack me up um yeah i feel like i feel like they they make good enough space of where they are and kind of move around a little bit but like i said not not really memorable set pieces or oh man that you know this one part was awesome uh it's it is kind of by the end i guess i guess gets a little repetitive um but i don't know i i like the i like the music i laughed a couple of times and i i think it's kind of a cool uh under yeah uh, not a lot of people have seen it underwatched i guess movie i'd say um I don't absolutely love it, but it's uh it's still a, a B for me, a fun, fun watch. All right. So let's move on now to 
Kong Skull Island. Uh, interesting movie, Ben, because the Monsterverse as a whole is very interesting. I really, really enjoyed Godzilla. Um, I did not like Godzilla King of the Monsters. Uh, and I think Godzilla vs. Kong is the best of all of them. Because <laughs> it gave me exactly what the hell I wanted from Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, um awesome destruction and the a true battle of the titans mm-hmm. with some dumb human people <laughs> yeah That's exactly what we got but the, I mean, the best human stuff was actually rebecca hall and uh the the, the little girl mm-hmm. um, everything on godzilla's human side is just awful yeah terrible shit actually <laughs> um but we enter Kong Skull Island, Ben. And you know, I saw this in college, and I don't know what to what what to expect because or excuse me, I did not know what to expect because the last King Kong movie that I live action King Kong movie was, I think, was Peter Jackson's King <laughs> Kong. And that is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I adore that movie so much. This is like the complete opposite of Peter Jackson's King Kong. <laughs> and like this is basically the entire last act of Peter Jackson's King Kong in a two hour movie, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing but nonstop action, a lot of cool looking bugs and <laughs> you know, uh, you know, humans firing you know, firing guns and I'm making this sound more awful than it actually sounds like it's it's actually it's a lot of fun i had a lot of fun with the movie i think there's way too many characters in this movie though there is a lot of humans and it it gets hard to keep track of them sometimes yeah um but just the loki and captain marvel and samuel jackson uh, (laughs) they're there to save the day Um, ron goodman's awesome the movie too yeah there's a bit of a human angle with john c Riley's character that i actually liked yeah He's like gone for a big portion of the first act, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." Well, that's like we see him in the beginning. It's mm-hmm. not him; it's a younger version of his character, and then we don't see him again for like another what fifty minutes or so. It's just like, yeah, oh. yeah. Um, Brie Larson's fine in the role, Ben. I, she did her, she did her part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the stuff I enjoyed was just the monster action. Um, there's some cool world building stuff with Monarch here, and they do tease the Godzilla versus Kong thing pretty well. Um, yeah, that stinger. Yeah, that little stinger at the end was 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 pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I give it a B. Ben, it's a solid B level movie. A lot of fun action sequences. Uh, I like seeing a young Kong too, just kind of still becoming, you know, getting into his prime. Mm-hmm. My only like I said, like I don't think any of these movies have really gotten the human stuff right, other than that first Godzilla movie. And even then, that's really because of <laughs> Brian Cranston. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they killed them halfway into the movie. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. Then it became the Aaron Taylor Johnson show. Oh, well. So, <laughs> shut me up, Ben. I need to stop rambling. 
It's a Kong movie for crying out loud. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like I I like the aspects. I I really like aspects that they did new for this movie. Um, but then it also yeah it doesn't all pan out to to memorable stuff either. So, and nothing's ever gonna beat, in my opinion, the original story um, from either the 1933 I think movie and and Peter Jackson's uh remake it that's it, classic so for this i like that they switch it up so much um i already love the 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 music and and everything of um you know this 60s 70s uh making it vietnam war era was really interesting the the visuals are really good the some of the visual effects of the animals uh and creatures and stuff is is kind of a little wonky now um but i don't know the helicopter's flying over the water and kong there and it's it, there, there's stuff that's really cool um we get a whole bunch of characters which is okay really good actors um and i even forgot john goodman was in this <laughs> uh <laughs> re-watching it because it you know the other people are kind of more memorable um and yeah i mean the new creatures and getting him the whole thing is on the island and doesn't try to redo anything from the the original and stuff. So yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of aspects that I really, really like and appreciate that they went so different with it. But overall, it's just kind of like survival movie with a bunch of people. We don't really care about that much. <laughs> um, and flipping back and forth between the, the good and the, you know, bad people that are trying to take down Kong and everything. It it's, it's okay. Um, the the other thing, the Giant C Riley character you're talking about, I thought, yeah, that was really cool. Um of him crash landing there years ago and, and like you said, we get to um it takes a while, but we get to beat him again and he's he's funny and him hanging out with the, the um people native to the island and stuff is uh has has some good jokes, but then he just kinda goes away. <laughs> um so yeah over overall action's pretty good uh oh the other thing was the the skull crawler skull i think they call him that that big bad one um kong at one point has its hands on both its jaws and i thought he was going to rip it open like he does with the t-rex um but i it, which i really wanted him to do but i kind of appreciate that you know when it go a different route that he he rips out his whole tongue and everything which is pretty badass too so yeah there's there's aspects i really like but then overall <laughs> when i'm done watching i'm like oh, okay yeah it's just kind of big another big monster movie um but i i will give it a b as well uh kind of kind of a low b but it is uh is kind of fun watching it again oh another thing was uh, tom hiddleston uh slow-mo through the smoke with the gas mask on and a and a machete just taking down <laughs> these random flying creatures it's random crazy little stuff like that where i'm like okay this is actually really cool uh the loki variant uh, yep 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 confirmed just a quick shout out to the there's a kong game that came out this year and it looked like shit i don't know if you see yeah <laughs> someone oh showed me the God. trailer <laughs> yeah i was like it's pretty they funny. thought this was okay to release yeah <laughs> even ign gave it a three and IGN gives everything at least a seven. Yeah, I was like, Did it, "Is this for a, like a mobile game or something?" That's, that's exactly what I said too. Oh, this that's is a, that's a PlayStation Xbox release, Ben. What were they thinking? 
I don't know. Oh that my God. the that Gollum game that came out too recently. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Scary. Smart. I only trust Insomniac and then Ryan and and Rockstar. <laughs> and not a dog, but that's it. Yeah. Uh, that's that's about it these days. I don't even trust. Uh, yeah, that's all I trust now, as far as video games are concerned. But anyway, when I hit to my video games, talk about Brie Larson. And mm-hmm. next film on the list is a film I enjoyed more than I thought I was going to, based off the Rotten Tomato score. But it still has its issues, and that's the Glass Castle. Uh, I also gave this a B tier, Ben. It, this easily could have been an A, maybe even an S. Uh, the stuff I liked, performances from the entire cast, uh, probably aside from Naomi Watts, who just felt like she was just kind of there. Um, can we stop typecasting Max Greenfield as just this douchebag in every movie? I'm really like tired of it. He's not a complete douche like he is in Promising Woman, Ben, but it's like he still plays kind of like the He's not a sleaze ball. It's just like he's still kind of an ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of just kind of tired of typecasting him and stuff like that, Ben. Uh, you know, I get it. He's Schmidt from New Girl, but <laughs> even Schmidt and New Girl, Ben had depth. Yeah, he had an arc. Yeah. Yep. See the acting, the performances. I actually. The editing of you know going back and forth between past and present, it actually worked pretty well, I thought. Um, and there's some really strong emotional beats, Ben. There's some really good, strong emotional moments. Now we're talking about off script or off script, off camera. Uh, the moment in the end with Brie Larson and Woody Harrelson that got me. And when they're all having, I think it's Thanksgiving dinner, Ben. They're all sitting at a table having Thanksgiving, just talking about the dad. I was like. I'm not crying. <laughs> nope. You ain't gonna get me, movie. Nope. And I, I, I did. I think I had more to do with just Brie Larson's acting because she's just, you know, sitting there as we're all talking. She's crying. And I'm like, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Good hearing me. Good. I'm gonna give, come give you a hug, Brie. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. My issues. And this is the, I think I've seen people complain about this too, Ben, from the reviews I've read or watched on YouTube after I watched it. This film, I don't know if it doesn't take itself too seriously, Ben, but I feel like they pull a little bit of a blind side on us here. They glamorize some of the dark films, darker moments. Mm hmm. No, it's not all the dark. Like I feel like there's a good job of tackling the alcoholism part of Woody Harrelson's character. Mm-hmm. Everything else, though, like you know, they're moving from house to house to house, and I feel like at points been like more glamorizing. Like, oh, it's okay, we're living good. You know, this is us. We're free. Yay! We're having a good time. Mm-mm. I feel like that was a bad choice to, for 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 Destin to, to kind of do it to portray these event, those events in, in, in that way. Um, and like I said, it doesn't happen all the time, but I just noticed that it was like, that's a little bit distracting. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the big one for me, Ben. But yeah, other than that, Ben, I'm, 
that's it. Uh, so I did not get a chance to rewatch this one. Um, but yeah, I remember getting hyped for it and yeah, this was the follow-up, I guess the short-term 12, um, and the reteaming of Cretton and Larson. Um, so I was, I was, I was a little let down, uh, with what we got, uh, not as much as I guess people online were saying, uh, forget how low that score is um or some of the scores and reviews but the yeah kind of the the acting all around is is really good but um the jumping back and forth i think got on me a little bit um just with how how much it was happening for for the story i guess it it made sense and worked but it i feel like it happened uh, pretty often and uh yeah, I don't. I don't think I was hit as hard um, with the the story and stuff uh, as you were. So, from what I can <laughs> recollect, um, it was more of a, a, a C tier for me. Um, but may, maybe I will. Uh, I'll go back and, and give it another watch if I can find it, and um, and then give it another chance with uh, fresher eyes, fresher mind. Okay, well, we are nearing the end here. Uh, next up is the freaky movie Unicorn Store. What the hell was this? <laughs> um, I'm going to be real quick with this one. This movie's weird. <laughs> this is a bizarre movie. I get what they were doing with their character. This whole film was just off for me, Ben. And then I was like, oh, that's right. This is a Netflix movie. It's probably going to be shit. <laughs> um, I give this a D tier. Uh, strictly for real life performance. I just, it was too bizarre. And the whole unicorn thing at the end was just weird. <laughs> um, and the first like half hour is so bizarre. You meet these characters who are just like no personality. And then the boss comes in. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, uh, you see this article on, on cake or something? Or like lamb pound cake? Yeah. I want a copy of that. Thanks. Like, what the fuck? Who are you? Why are you being a creep? Um, yeah, it's a good character work. Um, you know, from Brie Larson, you know, the, that that love interest she has, and you know, her and Samuel Jackson have good chemistry. But overall, it's just a mess and kind of a dull outing from Netflix. So, uh, that's my take on the Unicorn Store. A very, very solid D tier film. A Netflix film I will never watch again. That's a long list of Netflix movies I'll never watch again, actually. So, what about you, Ben? Um, I didn't rewatch this one either. Uh, I saw this the, the one time when it came out, and um, I'll admit it probably had, uh, you know, the the, the simp phase, I guess, <laughs> uh, helping <laughs> with, no. with this one. Um, but I. I don't know. It's it's her uh, directorial debut, uh, and and has a good a good cast at least. Um, some other people too we've seen pop up recently in, in other stuff, um, and of course Sam Jackson, who is always good. But it, it, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, I, I thought it was okay at the time. Uh, it is definitely very 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 quirky, um, and unique um but her and um 
uh, Mamadou Afi, sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Um, but there, that was my introduction to him. Uh, and I, I think they, they do have good chemistry and, and characters are interesting. The, uh, you know, kid who doesn't want to, or adult who doesn't want to grow up really. We've seen that a lot. Um, but I don't know. It was interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting take on that and a lot of colors and everything and the, the acting I guess is, is the best praise I have for it so it, yeah I don't I don't know if I'll return to it either at some point uh, it's only 92 minutes so maybe um, Saturday afternoon or something but uh, I would I would go with low C myself um, you, you can find worse things on Netflix yeah, you absolutely can. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's for damn sure. And the last movie we're talking about is uh, the prequel to the movie we're getting this weekend, uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, met with such critical acclaim, and everyone loved Brie Larson the role. <laughs> no complaints, no issues. Right, right. Uh, we all, you know, held hands in unison as we celebrated the actress's tremendous work in the film that garnered no. Uh, you know, no, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Ben? No backlash or anything? Yeah, no backlash at all. We all loved it so much. Oh, sorry, we're not talking about Endgame? Okay. okay. No, we're talking <laughs> about Captain Marvel here. Um, look, I'll be short, simple, sweet, to the point. Um, when I was a kid, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's a good movie, Ben. Mm-hmm. It is a solid B tier comic book movie. Brie Larson is great in the role. Mm-hmm. I think whatever issues may have with the character has more to do with the writing than the actual character itself. Yeah, I think they wanted her portrayed a certain way, and Brie did it. And did it work for everybody? No, it worked for me though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see signs of, I guess, life in her character whenever her and Fury are on screen together. Those yeah. two are dy- just such a great dynamic duo together. Uh, bringing out the best in each other in terms of you know banter and just their back and forth, their chemistry strong, and you feel that connection uh, in Endgame when you know Carol learns about Fury disappearing, and I hope we see more of them together in uh, the Marvels. Uh, mm-hmm. This, of course, is recording this. Of course, having not seen the Marvels yet, uh, but yeah, I, the villains weak. The villains are the worst aspect of this movie, Ben. Um, a bit of a slow start then when things get to earth I think that's when the film gets better mm-hmm. uh, strong you know so, solid conclusion with, with its action scenes sequences um, but yeah I think the stars this movie it's it's, it's Fury and, and Carol just doing her whole buddy road trip thing that's why I give Captain Marvel a B uh, B tier plus it has a great uh, mid credit scene as well yeah, uh, teasing yeah. the events of, of, of uh, Endgame. Yeah, yep. I'm I'm right there with you with uh with B tier. Um, yeah, I I again defend her uh acting. I think it you know she's an alien. She's supposed to be kind of the stoic character and everything. And people, uh, I feel like we're quick to jump to say it was a wooden performance and everything. But um, like you're saying her her chemistry with uh, Nick Fury and, and building that relationship and everything is, is definitely evident. 
And like we said, in the Marvels, I think she'll be uh, even more uh, funnier and everything as she's come to Earth and have more um, sense of what humans are like and everything. Um, but yeah, I think she she did what the directors were uh, were saying and everything. Uh, I remember reading when she was announced as the character, I was really excited. Um, I think a lot like Chris Evans, she was saying um, she knew it would kind of skyrocket her to be on every billboard and, you know, people talking about her a lot. So uh, she was hesitant, but um, I, I do like the character a lot and I'm interested to see how uh, we'll keep building on, on that. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, kind of villain little twist there is, is okay and takes a while to get going. Um, but I, I think it is it is a, a solid movie. Uh, it's, it's been good on rewatches as well. And I still find it funny. Um, I, I guess I can kind of understand people said there was like too much 90s nostalgia, but I, I still crack up when they have to wait for the, the disc to download and everything and... <laughs> Um, I don't know. There, there, there's still funny jokes in there. Uh, the, the the whole you know blockbuster scene and everything. So, uh, I I enjoyed all that. But yeah, like I said, solid solid beat here. I agree with that. All right, and ladies and gentlemen, that is our Brie Larson episode. Our look into her filmography. We hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I had fun mm-hmm. uh, delving in, into her filmography. Now, Ben. You know, this is our last, technically our last actor actress retrospective of the year, but we do have another episode coming out. Uh, we did this way, way back in the beginning of our days on the Affinity Film Pod, so it's time for an update or for any of the new listeners who don't want to listen to that episode. Um, we are talking about our top five actors and actresses in a couple weeks, or Thanksgiving week. That episode will be released. Um, ben Axe, we're going to be recording that in a couple of days, so I'm very very excited about that because uh, I do have a couple, maybe not new entries. Well, there's one new entry, I think, and a couple of um, changes in the ranking. You know, who's one and two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, you know, I'm not sure where your list stands, but I actually forgot your list a little bit. So I'm, I'm curious to hear your <laughs> list again. Oh, I kind of do too, a little bit. <laughs> from way back when yeah so i know there's there's some new additions to my to my list and like i said some changes to my ranking so i'm I'm excited to share that list with you guys here in the near future uh, as far as next week goes uh, next week is our last versus episode of the year it is loki season two versus the marvels um, so be on the lookout for that next friday or saturday whenever it drops we'll let you know um yeah, that's 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 it. Man. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of next year, uh, you know, last year Ben and I, or yeah, this past year, you know, we kicked off 2023 with a bang. Guy had a big filmography, and that was Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> um, and I, you know, Ben, I was debating on which one we should do, and which one we should save for my birthday. You know, <laughs> so it was it was it was between a few, and. I was like, do I want to talk about the goat? Kate Blanchett at the beginning of the year. We have a lot of time. Uh, but she's got quite the filmography. And what films do you leave off? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I want to talk about my man RDJ. Mm-hmm. But then did we talk about the Avengers films and all that? I don't really know about that. Maybe we do a John Favreau episode. I don't know. You know, we talk about some of his directorial efforts. He's also starring in some films. Maybe we do the Jennifer Lawrence episode. She's been in a lot of stuff. And then I narrowed it down to none of those. Um, so the person, Ben, we will be talking about come the <laughs> new year in January. He's probably going to get nominated for an Academy Award. We're talking about Leonardo DiCaprio to kick off Ooh. 2024. All right. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to delving into his filmography. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have that list ready for you on Sunday in terms of what <laughs> films we're talking about. Okay. Um, yeah, it, I just felt like, Ben, we've talked a little bit about Leo, but uh, he is, spoiler alert, he will be on my list uh, a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say where on my list, but he is one of the greatest actors of all time, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think it's time to examine his filmography. And Ben, for my birthday (laughs) in February, Mm -hmm. I narrowed it down to a lot of choices. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Um, so our next two uh, actor actor retrospectives will be Leonardo DiCaprio in January. I'll be in the beginning near the beginning of the year, probably. And then come my birthday, Ben, in February, we will talk about drumroll, please, Ben. <laughs> Charlie's Theron. Oh, all right. It was between her and Haley Steinfeld, and. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like Ben, she just hasn't done enough yet to warrant. Yeah. Not not warrant. That that sounds wrong, but like <laughs> prove yourself. You yeah. know, I feel like Charlie Stern will be a little bit more interesting right now than a Haley Steinfeld episode. Mm-hmm. Um more to talk about. That too. There's there's a little bit more to talk about with Charlie's Theron. Yeah. So you know the problem with the, with her is, you know. They both have big filmographies, so we just got to choose yeah. which films we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but we have all this time between now and then to kind of get ourselves ready for for those two big actor actors retrospectives. But I'm looking forward to it, man. Mm-hmm. Charlie's Theron is one of my favorites as well, and so yeah, Leo and Charlie's are going to be our two to kick off 2024. So, all right, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, ben, we do have one director retrospective left this year would you like to announce what that director is yes i will uh drum roll please literally drum roll <laughs> very fitting uh yeah. damien <laughs> damien chazelle what who we're doing yeah now when is... i had my script i had <laughs> oh. tim's story no, i'm kidding oh, <laughs> uh a very very small uh filmography so far um but uh, we impact. can we can yeah lots of impact and a lot we can talk about uh with the four big uh fantastic movies that he's done so very excited for that as well oh yeah our, our retrospective series it's uh we're gonna it's gonna that's gonna be a fun one that's gonna be a fun one to kind of end uh end the year on mm-hmm. and um so yeah look forward to that next month and like i said next week is our bit is our last versus episode loki versus the marvels um should be fun and next week i'll announce our 
first couple of verses episodes will be doing the kickoff 2024 as well. So I uh, look forward to that as we, uh, that as we say goodbye to I mean, we're saying bye to 2023 in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Creeping up on us. It is. It is. But you know who else also, who's also saying goodbye? We are. We're saying goodbye for this episode, Ben. So take us out, Ben. Where can people find us online? Oh, you can find us on Instagram at the Infinity Film Podcast, and you can email us with your positive only thoughts about Brie Larson, because uh, that's all there should be. Uh, and your thoughts on Loki and the Marvels when that comes out. Let us know what you're thinking. Email us at rb.theinfinityfilmpodcast at gmail.com. That's rb like Rod Podcast at gmail.com. We hope you guys enjoy Loki. Loki finale and the Marvels, or whatever you're watching, has been also. Uh, there's this little movie called The Holdovers coming out this weekend. I'm very lo- looking forward to checking that out, too. Oh, that is okay. Yeah, it's coming out this weekend. So I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to be checking out this weekend, but probably mm-hmm. sometime next week, I'll probably go and check it out. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on digital, guys, there's a little film called The Money that's not out on digital. I highly recommend people. Go check that out because it is a great, great time. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry, Ben. It'll be in the library soon. Now I you to enjoy it. Nice. Um, one of the pleasant surprises of 2023, I should yep. say. So, oh, oh, wait, have you seen it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you hadn't seen it. Okay. okay no, okay, I didn't. Okay. Did. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.